0: Download the free Angie mobile app today Or visit Angie.com That's A-N-G-I dot com
2: President Biden presided over the White House turkey pardon Where he pardoned Liberty and Bell Which sounds cute But they both broke into Nancy Pelosi's office on January 6th (laughs)
3: ...from 30 Rockefeller Plaza in New York City. Please enjoy this podcast edition of Late Night with Seth Meyers. On today's show, Seth talks to actor and comedian Wanda Sykes. But first, a closer look.
2: A judge in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial denied a motion by Trump's lawyers to throw out the case and declare a mistrial. Meanwhile, Trump and his legal team are preparing for the very real possibility that he will be on trial for various criminal charges throughout the entirety of the 2024 general election. For more on this, it's time for A Closer Look. (laughs) The numbers for Joe Biden have been bad recently. For example, today was his birthday and he turned 81, despite hopes from his inner circle that they could keep the number in the mid to low 70s. (laughs) Yeah, 81, that can't be right. Let's count on my birthdays one more time. All right, there was that one in Scranton. There was another one in Scranton. Scranton, Scranton, this is gonna be bad, guys. (laughs) On the one hand, Democrats have been on a winning streak When it comes to actual elections Everywhere from Kentucky to Ohio to Virginia But on the other hand, polls continue to suggest That voters aren't exactly thrilled with Joe Biden right now Again, we're a year away from the election So none of this is predictive But this weekend, yet another poll Showed Trump leading Biden in a hypothetical matchup
3: If we are heading towards Trump-Biden A rematch in 2024 How does that look in our polling right now? Here it is Donald Trump we have at 46% Biden Forty-four,
2: And this is significant
1: because this is the first time in the history of our poll that former President Trump beats President Biden still within the margin of error, but still significant. Yeah,
3: it's 2019, 2020, when Trump was president, he trailed all of them. This year, he's trailed all of them in our poll. First time in more than a dozen polls, we've seen a result like this.
2: You know what? I'm not panicking. I'm staying calm, cool, confident, collected. That's just the new me, the new Seth. I don't wear a suit. I don't cut my hair. I don't freak out about polls a full year before the election. Sure. In years past, I might have been up all night, popping Xanax, biting my fingernails down to the bone and replying to those We Need Your Help fundraising emails with my own all-caps-you-need-to-focus-on-Michigan emails. (laughs) But that's not the new me. I'm not worried about the possibility of a second term for Donald Trump at twice impeached be dictators orchestrated The coup attempt is facing <laughs> Ford Dyson, calls his political opponents' Vernons and dances like a dad at a SZA concert. <laughs> well, I mean, of course Biden looks old next to Kid Boogie. <laughs> I'm not worried about any of the polling because it's a year out and I'm above all that. The other reason I'm not worried is that if Trump does win, I have a go bag so I can get the out of here. I got my passport, a change of clothes, $10,000 in cash, and a webcam so I can do the show from a country that won't extradite to the U.S. I I keep it right here under my desk in the studio because I trust my crew not to take any of my money and my money's gone. Who sold my escape money? Was it you, Wally?
3: Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Buy me uh, 20,000 shares of Tesla, you have the new Bugatti, and meet me at Per Se for dinner.
2: I'm sorry, what's that? Well... It was only $10,000 in the bag, Wally. Uh,
3: Yeah, hold on one second. Buy me one share of Tesla, a used Honda Accord, and maybe that's (laughs) Barros.
2: Wally? (laughs) I think historically, uh, go bags don't have your name on them. So Trump is yet again polling ahead of Biden in a hypothetical matchup. Again, we're a year away, and this has happened before. Barack Obama trailed Mitt Romney in some polls before the 2012 election. Of course, Mitt Romney hadn't already been a terrible president who stoked in this direction. Oh, that's the old Seth creeping in there again. Right now, the big problem Biden is facing is frustration from within his own party.
3: If you take a look here by party, I think it's significant for two reasons. One, independents, Obviously, more than two to one disapprove. You don't want to be there as an incumbent president. But I think equally significant, no surprise, 7% of Republicans approve of Joe Biden's job performance, but three times as many Democrats, 21%, that's more than one in five, say they disapprove. You need much more unified support in your own party.
2: That's right, 21% of Democrats disapprove of Biden, and that's the difference. Trump doesn't have the same problem with his base. He could renounce literally every position he's ever held, call himself a woke Antifa communist who believes the military should be abolished, and everyone should live together on one giant hippie commune where they smoke weed and wear Hawaiian shirts, and his supporters (laughs) would say, hell yeah, let's call it Margaritaville, baby. (laughs) They're not going to Trump rallies to hear him talk policy. They're going to hear him talk about windmills and celebrities and do B-minus jokes while he sweats through his suit. It's the wet-collar comedy tour. (laughs) They go for the same reason you go see Billy Joel. I don't want to hear anything new. I just want to listen to a grumpy old man for three hours. (laughs) be honest. I'm not sure there's ever been a Democratic president Democratic voters haven't at some point been annoyed at, except for Barack Obama. It doesn't matter what he did. Democrats loved him. He could compromise on health care or spending cuts or whatever. But all he had to do was sink a three or drink something out of a coconut with his shirt on <laughs> and we'd all be like, 12 more years! <laughs> Looking back, we could have been a little more chill. Biden obviously does not have the same base level of goodwill with his own party, and now he's desperately trying to calm down nervous Democrats. According to The Washington Post, the Biden campaign has been working to ease Democratic anxiety over his re-election chances, with one Biden fundraiser telling the paper the bad news is that everybody is wetting the bed inside the Biden world. It's really an unhappy confluence of Biden world donors, cocktail party friends, saying, can't you get him not to run? Which is stupid and absurd if you know Joe Biden. First of all, it's ridiculous to say everybody inside Biden world is wetting the bed. Some of us outside Biden world are wetting the bed, too. I don't know if you guys watch this show, but I have on several occasions said some unflattering things about Trump, and he doesn't give off strong water-under-the-bridge vibes. Not many (laughs) dictators come to power and then say, this has fixed the hole deep inside me, and I no longer feel the need to exact revenge on my detractors. Have a nice day. (laughs) Second, of course, Joe Biden's not gonna drop out. Dude's 81, he still rides a bike. He wears (laughs) aviators, for God's sakes. If you wore those glaucoma glasses, sure, you might be able to get him to step aside. But aviators, the official sunglasses, the hotshots who don't play by the rules? I don't think so. Of course, ultimately, when the time comes, Biden will be running against Donald Trump, a man who left office with the lowest approval rating in the history of polling and who has repeatedly tanked the GOP in every election since 2018. And not only that, Trump will likely be on trial in multiple jurisdictions throughout the entirety of the general election. Do you think any of these cases are going to go to trial before the election?
3: I do.
0: I think that the, uh, well, so something has happened in the last couple of hours. One is that Fawny Willis in Fulton County, Georgia, uh, has asked for the trial to be set, I believe, on August 5th in that case. I do think that the federal trial on election subversion charges is going to happen in March or April at the latest. And I think we will see several months of a trial. I don't think people have quite gotten their heads around what it's going to look like when there is the, the potentially the presumptive frontrunner for the yeah. Republican nomination, Republic nomination sitting in a courtroom every day. You have to attend as a criminal.
3: Yeah, meeting. in March or April. In
0: March or April for many, many weeks. That would basically mean Trump is on trial the entire general election. And that's an astonishing thing to get your head
2: around. Yeah, none of us have fully processed that Yeah, One of the two major party candidates for president will be sitting in a courtroom every day for virtually the entire general election. I'm betting that's not exactly what the Founding Fathers had in mind when they set up our political system. It was so beyond their imagination, they didn't even think to put a clause in the Constitution that says, you can't run for president if you have boxes of classified documents sitting in your (laughs) cheesy fake marble bathroom, you dingus. And we've already seen Trump in court for his civil fraud trial in New York. He doesn't handle it well. He sits there scowling all day like a jungle cat in a local zoo. And I'm not talking some fancy wildlife conservation site like San Diego or the Bronx. I'm talking about a podunk zoo in central Jersey where kids take school trips and they just pound on the glass. (laughs) That's what Trump looks like. He looks like a caged tiger just sitting there thinking, if I was 10 years younger and this was the rainforest, you'd all be lunch. In fact, Trump is so mad about this case that he filed a truly ridiculous motion for a mistrial, claiming the judge and the clerk were biased against him but the judge quickly shot it down.
3: The judge overseeing Trump's civil fraud trial in New York rejected the former president's motion for a mistrial. On Friday, Judge Arthur Engoron said the motion is, quote, utterly without merit. Trump had claimed the judge and his principal law clerk are biased against him. There isn't a lot of proof that The conversations between the judge and his law clerk are in fact, emblematic of bias. Just because you lose repeatedly in front of a judge doesn't mean that judge is biased.
2: Trump can't get that simple fact through his brain. Maybe you could claim bias once or twice, but you can't claim bias literally every time you ever lose anything anywhere. Especially when you make crazy requests that any judge would rule against. Like when Trump was on the stand and hours into his testimony, he attempted to read from a mysterious piece of paper he retrieved from his pocket. (laughs) claiming it would prove his innocence. Here's the deal, man. If it never happened on an episode of Law & Order, you can't do it. So, Trump just claims anytime he loses anything, it's because everyone is biased against him. He's like the kid you played video games with in middle school who would insist the only reason you beat him at FIFA was because his controller was broken. It keeps saying it, even though you've given him like 20 different controllers. All these controllers, they're biased against me. The buttons... The buttons are too small for my giant thumbs. I went to GameStop, and a guy came up to me, big guy, bearded guy, tears, pouring down his face onto his Fortnite T-shirt, and he said to me, he said, Sir, I'm sorry Xbox is biased against you. That's why now I get all my games from the pro-Trump gaming console Xbox. Trump specifically argued that the clerk was biased against him and was somehow colluding with the judge. Trump's lawyers accused the clerk, who sits alongside the judge in the courtroom, of improperly acting as a Co-judge in the case, to which the actual judge replied Such arguments are nonsensical My principal, a law clerk, does not make rulings or issue orders I do That's obviously insane If Trump thinks the judge has some secret plan to have his clerk co-judge The clerk probably wouldn't sit right next to him (laughs) Now remember, we're secretly going to conspire with each other To deny the defendant his rights But everything has to be very hush-hush Understood, where should I sit? I think right next to me (laughs) To make the whispering easier I mean, let's not make this harder than we have to We know one thing for sure about the 2024 election. It's going to be close. Trump may very well win. But in the meantime, he'll be on trial, and he could even be convicted before the polls open, which means instead of attending his election night party as a candidate, he'd have to...
0: ...attend as a criminal.
2: This has been A Closer Look. Hey, everybody, thanks for watching A Closer Look. And as a reminder, my brother Josh and I have started a new podcast called Family Trips with the Myers brothers. We hope you listen, we hope you like it, and see you soon. tonight is an Emmy-winning and Grammy nominated comedian and writer you know from her work on blackish the upshaws and curb your enthusiasm her scripted comedy podcast series trust fall is available on November 30th on audible please welcome back to the show our friend Wanda Sykes everybody <laughs> Congratulations on your Grammy nomination. That's Why, very exciting. Thank you. Yes, very, very exciting.
1: It's my first one. It's your first yeah, Grammy nomination. First Grammy, Grammy at that.
2: nomination. That's very exciting. And, uh,
1: I know. I, I feel like you know. I'm, I'm, I'm like a rock star now Yeah. You know.
2: Your twins are 14. Yes. I would think that would be on the cusp of wanting to go to the Grammys. Do they want to go? Of course, they want to go. Are you going to let them go? Hell no. Okay.
1: <laughs>
2: Have you told them this?
1: Um, I, I think they see it on my face. Gotcha. You're like, oh, that's so cool You're going to the Grammys And I, and I just do this Uh-huh <laughs> See, that says yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going, right? They, they don't even have to ask
2: If you did bring them, would you want to be seen with them?
1: Would I want to be seen? With yeah,
2: you? or would you want to put some distance between you and your well, daughter?
1: I, no, it, like they would put distance between. Ah, I see. Me, like, like, yeah, like Olivia would go try to sit with Beyonce or something. Yeah, yeah. They just they, they would just leave yeah, me. Yeah, you can't bring me. You absolutely no, can't bring that. They it. would dust me. They now would, what? They
2: just... At fourteen, obviously they're making choices with themselves. What are they watching? Like, are there things they watch that is confusing to you?
1: Uh, I have no idea what what they're watching. Yeah. I, I walk by and and they and it's all like. Uh, YouTube, they, they watch stuff on YouTube, and it's usually they're watching other people do stuff. Like, <laughs> like they, they spend hours watching this, this guy play a video game. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, yeah. wh- it's like so- wh- why are y'all watching this? And, that, and it was like, oh, it's kind of cool. I was like, so you're telling me you're too damn lazy to play this game yourself. <laughs> So you'd rather watch somebody play the game for you.
2: It's so funny to back in my day and be like, you know, when I was young, I played my own video <laughs> game. <Yeah. laughs> I can't believe that it's come to a point. The thing my dad was mad at me about, I'm like, you have no idea how yes, much worse it gets. exactly. <laughs> so much worse. Now, uh, you're, uh, your wife is French. Yes. Uh, and do you feel like mul- your kids are multicultural? And are there times where you can see the, the French side of them coming out more?
1: Uh, my kids are barely American. Okay. They're so French.
2: And they grew up They're here. So French. Yeah. Yes. And what yeah. part of them? Where do you see the Frenchness the most?
1: Uh, just like the the just well, of course, language and uh, humor. My son has has the same like type of humor as my wife. Yeah. Which means a lot of it I don't get.
2: Yeah. You know. Uh, I will say, and don't. I hope your wife doesn't take this the wrong way. It's very heartbro- uh, heartbreaking to me uh, that your kids have Juana uh, Sykes. As a mom, and they are getting a French sense of humor. <laughs> that is a terrible, that broke terribly for them. <laughs> the like, but they've learned, yeah. they learned cuisine from me, uh-huh. Wanda uh-huh. Sykes. Yeah. Right,
1: exactly. You know what? You're right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, yeah, so they're French. Does that mean they don't do American holidays? Like, what, are they excited about Thanksgiving?
1: Uh, they're, they're excited about it, but they're going to France.
2: OK. You know? Yeah. Are you going to France? No. Oh, OK. No, no. So this it's is Thanksgiving. OK. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going
1: to my parents' house.
2: That's great. So you go to your parents' house, and they just go, uh, they're They go to France. They go off with your wife to France. <laughs> yep. And that's just, I guess that's because they have school off, and it makes sense, it's right, a good exactly, time to go to France. Right,
1: exactly, exactly,
2: And do they not? I mean, obviously, they've had Thanksgiving, so is it yeah, they just yeah. don't care about it that much?
1: Well, it's not, no, they 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 do enjoy it, but they you know they they love France a little yeah. more, more. than eating some turkey. They, yeah, yeah, right, right, like, that's true. Turkey, I don't know. No messy. <laughs>
2: no, no, now, <laughs> Wanda, no, uh, no, uh, now, Wanda, uh, you're it's doing a, something a, here a, that a fourteen year old. It's, it's a
1: group. <laughs> it's a. It's a, it's a Said, it's, 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 it's not a chicken, it's not a, it's not a turkey.
2: Oh my God, if they're like that, you must be so thankful they're going to France. <laughs> so, what is uh, growing up in your house? What is, uh, you're going to see your parents, so what's yep. a Sykes uh, uh, family Thanksgiving like? Is it a lot of people?
1: Um, it used to be a lot of people. And now it's, it's you know, it's, it'll be my parents and and uh, and my brother and, you know, sister-in-law and, uh, you know, my nephew. So, yeah, it's like eight of us, ten of us sometimes. Good. And, Pretty... it, and then it's always some strays. Yeah. You know, you, you got to bring,
2: bring in a stray or two. Yeah. Yeah, so. It kind of cuts the tension to have a couple it does. of outsiders. It does. If they're all insiders, then it's the family's fault when you start having Thank a bad you. time. Thank yeah. you.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You got
2: to have a weird outsider to be like, this would have been fine if weird Ken wasn't here. Yeah. yeah.
1: and it keeps everybody on their on their best behavior. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, if you start talking about some family stuff, and then, and then it gets a little deep, you go. <clears throat> Got a stray. We got a stray. <laughs> Strays are very helpful. Yeah, don't let's not go there right now. Let's yeah.
2: Um, Congrats, I think we're uh, both thankful of the fact that both the strikes are over. I yes. know you're a member of both. Thank uh, you. Both yes, guilds. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, did you go out? Did you picket uh, I during did. the strikes?
1: Yeah, I did. I was out there picketing, and uh, and I was in, I was in LA too. You know, PJ. yeah. It was it was just too daggone hot to yeah. be out there. I was like it, it, walking, and with the, with the sign, we're still doing this. This. Feels like we should have some better options than this. Yeah. Is this
2: is this still effective? It's so funny. Yeah, you're right. You know, Technology like a, has not a, broken through. Exactly. It. Yes. Like, how
1: about a strongly worded email? How about that? <laughs> or uh, they they seem to get the job done. Yeah. You know, I don't understand this. And and then you know when, but you know, because you were out there too, and. You know, and people—they're still there are union brothers and sisters, but they don't—they want a selfie, right? Yeah. You, you were taking a lot of selfies. They right? want to take a lot of pictures. A lot of pictures. And they want to, and
2: then people from the guild always want to get a soundbite from you. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and the thing is, uh, when I'm on strike, I don't have my hair and makeup people, no. so it's a pretty bad-looking scene. Right. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of time, I had a very hurtful thing that people would take selfies, and then I'd watch them look at it and just delete it when they saw what I looked like. <laughs> What did you get your SAG card? What was your first acting job where uh, you uh, joined the union?
1: Um, uh, Nutty Professor Two. Wow,
2: yeah, Nutty Professor Nutty Two. Nutty
1: Professor Two. I got my SAG card. Yeah, that, that was with uh, that was Eddie Murphy, and I played uh, Glodine. I was the, uh, was it Glodine Was her name hair I don't, anyway, but, Wait, I was the 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 hair hairdresser.
2: And were you? Uh, did you get to work with multiple uh, Eddies? I got
1: Yeah, I got to work with uh, with Mama Clump, and then the and then the grandmother. And, you know, actually, uh, the father came by the shop, too. So. That's really good. Yeah, so, Tour de force. I, mean,
2: I, I think one of the greatest okay, acting performances okay, okay. of all time.
1: Y- yes, yes. Well, Eddie's. Eddie's Eddie, unbelievable. Eddie, yeah. amazing. Amazing. And I say that I got to work with them, but basically I worked with a bunch of tennis balls. That's Great. what I did. That's
2: Right, because they had to CGI yes, them. In it. Oh, that's yes. really good. Well, worked, by the I, way, it's, it shows what a good actor you are. You could never I, have known I, they were tennis know, balls. Yeah. Um, I have a lot more to ask you about. We'll be right back with more Wanda after this. Sykes, everybody, uh, you have a new scripted podcast yes. with my uh, dear friend, Colin Jost, uh, Trestfall. This is 10 episodes on Audible. Yes. Your first scripted podcast, I'm yes. going to assume. Did yes. you enjoy it? I loved it. That's
1: really yeah, fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, because it's, it's, it's like how when you do, a, you know, the animated movies and stuff like right. that. It takes forever for them, you know, to actually, actually see the it. Animation, yeah, to right? see yeah. It. So this is so cool. Yeah, you, you just in, n- boom, 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 and next
2: thing and you know, it's, fun, it's out there it's for the, the world. Yeah, you play someone who's catfishing Colin Joseph. Uh-huh. That I would yeah. say of all my friends most likely to be catfished. <laughs> it's him. Just in real life, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd still land on his feet, and it would all be fine, but he does, he's a very, uh, like, trusting soul.
1: Yeah, he has that, that face, that, yeah. that gullible, trust, okay, we'll go with trusting, yeah. Yeah, gullible. Gullible works. Yeah, gullible Yeah, I works. feel
2: like if you professionally catfished people, you would see Joe. even if you were watching SNL, you'd be like, oh, him for sure. Yeah, right, yeah, like, right.
1: yeah absolutely. Like, you like, like, would drop. What you were doing and yes. go, oh, wait a minute, this guy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. You would like, what yeah, mid catfish. Hey, yes. You'd be like, I gotta go. I'm also not who I said I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go, with catfish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is very sorry. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm is coming back for another season. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been fantastic on that show over the years. Okay. Did you have, to, was that a, a part
1: you had to audition for? Uh, they, Okay, they tricked me into auditioning.
2: They tricked you, so maybe you yeah, should be casting.
1: Yeah, because I hate auditioning. Okay, I I, I don't like to audition. I I for one, I stink at it. Yeah, it's not that I'm like really I think bad. I'm too I was good. Really bad at I'm, I'm just I, no. I've had I've been in like a casting session and had papers that like snatched out of my hand. Like we don't even want you to have the script anymore. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at at auditioning, but. So a friend of mine, she was producing uh, Curb at the time. And she said, look, I really wanted to get you on this show. You know, um, I said, well, you know, I'm not going to do She said, OK, but don't just come by and meet Larry. We're shooting down at a, 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 a car dealership today. Come by and you can meet him. I said, OK. So I get down there and I walk in and I'm like, there's a lot of black women buying Toyotas today. Why? Wow. <laughs> this is weird. So... And then she's, you know, wanna come on in. Right? So I go in, I meet him, and we're just talking. He goes, OK, so you're out walking, and, uh, and, and I'm just going to say, hey, I know that tush anywhere. And I was like, why the hell would you say something like that to me? And he's like, yep, she's got the job.
2: <laughs> so that wasn't really an audition. You just had to be Wanda side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's very helpful. Well, it's a good fit. And I will say, like, that is, I, I respect his process. He knows exactly, exactly. how to get the right yeah, thing. he and does. Yes. It's a great show, because everybody's just a natural version of mm-hmm. the right uh you also have the Upshows coming back that's yes. really exciting as well. Yes. This is a yes. show that uh is really wow. exciting and, and means a lot to you
1: it does, yeah um with the show with Mike Epps and Kim fields, and uh yeah, it's it, you know it's a good old throwback multicam uh about a working class family and well, I fantastic. love doing it, at, and I love that we you know we are coming back, so uh
2: yeah. Well, congratulations okay. on that. Congratulations on the podcast. Thank so you. wonderful to see you as always. Thank you. Thank you guys, that's Wanda Sykes, everybody. Trust Fall is available November 30th on Audible.
3: Late Night with Seth Meyers airs weeknights on NBC at 1235, 1135 Central. Original music on the Late Night podcast is by the HE Band. Don't forget to follow the handle Late Night Seth on social media and tell your friends to subscribe to the Late Night Podcast wherever they get their podcasts.
0: Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate stable city on Earth.